stop, listen, and ask yourself, have you ever pondered at the idea that there may be something to the other side? If so, and you're hearing my voice for the first time, then you may have just fallen into the void. This is Susanna Hernandez from the band Dream Clinic, and I'm falling with G-Man into the void. Well, hey there, hello there, and welcome to another episode of Into the Void, where we talk about anything and everything paranormal. I am your ghost host with the most G-Man, bringing you the latest in paranormal stories, talk, and Halloween-related cultural events. Now, if for some reason the sound quality is coming off a bit different to you, it's only because I'm recording this episode, once again, from my own home. No, I'm not sick, and my amazing co-hosts are doing just fine. The studio we originally run the show out of, Undercity Comics, is temporarily closed for maintenance. But that doesn't mean we have to stop bringing you the spooks, thrills, and chills. So, listener, don't despair. We aim to bring you a good scare. Now, my team and I have done some hard research and have come across something that we feel hasn't been discussed enough. Bats and ghouls, it's time to take a dive through the void as we uncover encounters of creatures with whom we often find comfort and companionship even after they've crossed over. Of course, I speak of animal spirits. You know, just because your pet has left the physical world doesn't necessarily mean they've left our world entirely. But before we proceed further, I would like to give a big thank you to our guest host, Susanna Hernandez, for coming in and following with us as we dipped our toes into the realm of shadow people. Now, we will be covering more of this topic in future episodes, but for now, tune into the last episode and learn about how Susanna dealt with her own personal encounters with shadow people and listen closely as she tells of her happenings with sleep paralysis. Now, I know we have a very hair-raising episode, but first, a big shout-out to 1870 Haunt Manor. Looking for something frightfully fun and safe for this year's Halloween? Then be sure to make your way to beautiful Anaheim, California, where they usually will have an immersive home haunt walkthrough. But this year will be different. Instead of a walkthrough, you'll be able to immerse yourself by staying safe in the comfort of your own vehicle and indulging your eyes and imagination as 1870 Haunt Manor provides you a harrowing and exciting display of the Halloween spirit. And trust me when I say, this is a Halloween event you won't want to miss. Some might even say... It's to die for. For more information, visit their Instagram page at 1870 underscore haunt underscore manor. That's 1870 underscore haunt underscore manor. And of course, where would we be without a word from our sponsor for this episode? Ladies, looking for that final touch to complete your Halloween ensemble? Then be sure to check out Batty Banshee Boutique. From beautiful handmade hair flowers and bows to a variety 
of sizes, colors, and styles to match any of your chosen fashions. Head on over to their Instagram page, batty.banshee.boutique, and drop a DM for purchases. That's batty.banshee.boutique. All right, welcome back, bats and ghouls. For this episode, we take a look at what is claimed to be the most haunted pet cemetery on Earth, or rather, the state of Nevada. In fact, it is rumored that the mafia would also bury their victims in the same cemetery near Boulder City. Next, we take you to Nashville, Tennessee, USA, where every year on Halloween in the neighborhood of Belmont Hillsboro, a famous ghost dog appears and continues to perform good deeds for children from beyond the grave. And lastly, bats and ghouls, prepare yourself. We have another ghostly encounter sent into us in relation to this episode, our first haunted pet story. So sit back, relax, light some sage, grab your crystals, and let's jump headfirst into pet hauntings. Pets that haunt their owners. It's not as uncommon a phenomenon as one might suspect. In fact, it has most often been experienced in benevolence, but not always. Many people who have had an encounter with a recently deceased pet have found comfort and peace. But how and why do these animal spirits linger within our world for so long after death? Well, listener, one thing we need to remember is the bonds we create. Whenever you make the choice to take in a pet, animal companion to live with, you develop what is known as a bond. Now this bond can really help an animal connect with you. When our pets finally leave this world, that bond is still connected. In fact, it's said that it is so powerful that even in the afterlife, it continues. So what about when the owner is no longer around? Is the spirit of the animal at peace? Well, if so, then why does the spirit of a white cat hang out at an old rundown cemetery in the desert? So I take you now to Boulder City, Nevada, 350 miles outside the exciting Las Vegas Strip. Yes, beautiful Boulder City, known for its charming small town, vacation fun, and century-old mine. But the main reason for me talking about this town is the strange unofficial pet cemetery. Now I say, and I quote, unofficial, because the fact is, the established date for this cemetery is unknown or disagreed upon. The Pet Cemetery was illegally established in the 1930s on federal land. Now, some historians believe that the story behind this neglected cemetery began in the 1950s with a man by the name of Emery Lockett. Over the years, people have continued to bury their pets in this, and I quote, unofficial cemetery. Known to many as the El Dorado Pet Cemetery, the Search Road Pet Cemetery, or the Marwood Dowd Pet Cemetery, this place has an eerie and also peaceful sensation to it. It is said that 
People started burying their pets here as the land was untouched and away from disturbances. So it is still unclear why people started burying their animals in the desert. But could it have been the need for a peaceful resting ground to bury one's pet? One thing's for sure, not all these departed companions are ready to take their final rest. Upon visiting the cemetery, several people have reported feeling an animal brushing against their leg, as though an animal was trying to get their attention, maybe even their affection. Now, thankfully, it seems like these encounters are with gentle entities, simply animals looking to be pet. So perhaps these entities just want to be played with during their stay in the afterlife. With many reports from visitors of this location, it's not difficult to see why this cemetery is rumored to be the most haunted pet cemetery in America. Now, despite the pleasantries of this burial site, there seems to be a bit of paranormal animal happenings reported that are beyond the encounters of friendly house pets. The biggest report in this area is a creature that has been described to be seven feet tall with blue or amber eyes and has the body of a man with the features of a dog. Yes, if you're putting two and two together, I am indeed speaking of the dog man. Now, the dog man was first sighted in the state of Michigan in 1887. There is speculation that these creatures have been around since the days of the Ottawa tribes, who were also located in the state of Michigan. Now, I'm not one to be able to tell you how a creature that is described to be seven feet tall made its way across the country to be in this place. But nonetheless, many people have made the trip to the pet cemetery to catch a glimpse of this creature roaming the night. One man in particular has witnessed one of these creatures and lived to tell the tale. He recalls a time in his youth when he was riding with his grandparents and mother from Reno, Nevada to Hawthorne, Nevada. If you're familiar with the area, you know that this is a long drive. As his mother and grandmother slept in the back seat, he kept his grandfather company in the passenger seat. Now, as they drove past Walker Lake, there is an outcove between the lake and the mountain range known to the, lo known to the locals as the cliffs. It was dark. The time was nearly midnight, and he was simply enjoying the time with his grandfather when in the distance, they noticed a large animal crossing the road and dragging another animal in its mouth. Now his grandfather, thinking this would be the first time his grandson would get to see a live mountain lion, began to slow down. And as they rolled closer, nearing the animal, the creature was about a hundred feet ahead of the car. Now it was at this time, his grandfather quickly flipped on the brights and to their dismay, it was not a mountain lion, not at all. 
In the moment they saw this creature, it turned its head to look into the gleaming high beams. A pair of shining yellow eyes glared at them for a moment, just a moment, before leaping up the cliff and out of sight. Now, of course, without hesitation, his grandfather laid his foot on the gas and got as far away from the area as he could. The car jerked, waking the sleeping ladies in the back. He had never seen his grandfather display any level of terror as he did this night. He could see that his grandfather was physically stirred by this encounter. Well, as he recalls what he had witnessed that night, he remembers the sheer size of the beast. Its body reminded him of a large bodybuilder, except with long, thick fur. And despite the density of the fur, you could see the definition in muscle. The encounter passed so quickly, he wasn't able to see the facial features. But he has never forgotten those yellow eyes piercing the night and filling him with terror so i'll give you a moment to think about what you just heard there listener and in the meantime here's a word from our sponsor for this episode Searching for that perfect spooky hair accessory for the everyday Halloween or horror enthusiast? Well then, look no further. Batty Banshee Boutique has what you're looking for to add some scare in your hair. From handmade custom hair flowers and bows, the Batty Banshee Boutique is sure to have the perfect accessory to complete your spooky style. Be sure to visit their Instagram at batty.banshee.boutique and drop a DM for purchases. That's batty.banshee.boutique on Instagram. Well, hey there, listener. Hope you enjoyed that commercial and welcome back. You know, losing a pet is never easy. One day we're playing with them and scratching their bellies and the next thing we know we're laying them to rest. It's sad to say that we humans often outlive our companions, but the truth is we do. One of the many things we tend to forget is that they are no longer suffering. Now, I like to imagine that they would want us to be able to move on and continue to our, you know, continue our lives. But what if we had a pet who was not only a great companion to its owner, but also to the community? from beyond the grave. Welcome to the neighborhood of Hillsborough in Nashville, Tennessee. It is here we find the story of Preston the Boxer, a ghost dog who keeps watch over young trick-or-treaters during Halloween. So the story goes a little something like this. Around 50 years ago, on Halloween in Hillsborough, a young boy dropped some treats while crossing the street, unaware of the car driving down the road. The boy had stopped in fear, and Preston ran into action, knocking the boy out of the way. However, missing the young boy, the vehicle managed to strike Preston instead. The high speed 
impact sent the boxer flying through the air, landing in a nearby garden, but a body was never found. Now, it is said that every Halloween, children have reported being bumped onto the sidewalks when they step into the road while trick-or-treating or going too slow when going from house to house. Now, it may be that Preston, the heroic canine, is indeed a guardian spirit. But also remember, for those of you driving the streets at night or any time of the day, please take caution. Please drive responsibly. Preston or other spirits like him may not always be there to rescue those in danger. It's up to you and your better judgment to keep the roads, yourself and others safe. Now, listener, I was watching YouTube and I came across a video on a channel known as Chuck's Paranormal Adventures. Now, Chuck does personal paranormal investigations of homes and abandoned properties. However, the video I'm referring to is the one within his own home. Within the home, there seems to be a spot in his kitchen that his dog, Emily, refuses to go near. Chuck lays down treats to draw Emily near the spot. However, Emily refuses to take the treats as long as they are in the spot. He shows that there's nothing wrong with the treats by moving them closer to Emily, and she quickly scarfs them up. However, it is speculated that Chuck may have brought a spirit home from one of his investigations. Although Chuck believes there's another explanation for Emily's behavior. Not too long ago, before this behavior began, Chuck had a beagle who was a rescue that sadly passed away. Emily behaves as she did when she tried to steal his treats. The beagle would often growl and intimidate Emily to keep her away from his treats, causing Emily to cower away as she does now with the mysterious spot. And if you're thinking, well, maybe Emily just refuses anything from within the spot, Chuck shows us the same spot on the next day, and Emily had no problem taking a treat from the same spot. Could Emily be reacting to the intimidation of her predecessor? I'll let you decide, listener. For more on Chuck's paranormal adventures, you can like and subscribe, visit his YouTube channel, Chuck's Paranormal Adventures, or visit his website, www.chucksghosts.com. That's chucksghosts.com. And now, listener, we have a story for you from one of our Void followers. Now, for privacy purposes, I will not disclose his name, so we'll just call him DB. So DB tells first of his white rescue cat named Oliver. Now, it took a lot of TLC to bring Oliver to good health. Unfortunately, one day, Oliver was gone. Now, it was thought that he may have gone missing, but... After day after day and week after week, it was accepted that Oliver was not coming home. Now, here's where it begins to get interesting. One day, an electrician was called to do some work at the house. And as he was making his way under the house, he found a skeleton of a cat. 
That's right. A skeleton of a cat. And it was later to be identified as Oliver, the white rescued missing cat. Now, it was evident after some time that Oliver left a presence within the home. Not only did DB report hearing noises from his home, but several several of his friends had witnessed an odd, hazy white shape escaping their sight. They'd often see a flash of white light in their line of sight and peripherals as though a small white animal was playing in the house. Now, at first, this may not seem like much of a spooky tale, but DB shared another incident that was more personal for him and his family. He shared the story of his dog, Sheba. Sheba was 17 years old when they first took her in. She was weary of everyone, afraid to go near anyone. However, after much time, she grew comfortable with the family and eventually loved to meet new people. As she grew older in her years, she'd often walk around the house for some exercise. Sometimes she'd push open DB's door just to see if he was home. Then she'd go off and continue with her own business. After time, she had a couple surgeries on her knees. After the second surgery, however, she began having issues with the medication. She wasn't doing well. She would lay, lack, luster, and vomit often. They had to make a difficult decision to put her to sleep and end her suffering. However, despite the departure from this world of their dear friend, they believe she has not quite left them just yet. From time to time, DB and his mother would hear pacing in their home, as they often did when Sheba would wander the house. His mom had told him she had seen Sheba in her favorite spot within the garage at night when the light was off. But when she turned the light on, the shape she had seen in the dark was gone. DB says he hadn't seen Sheba in the garage himself, but he believes what his mom has seen was, indeed, his lost companion. He believed this, especially since he had witnessed the white blur of what is believed to be the spirit of Oliver wandering his home. Even though there seems to be a presence of his departed animal friends within his home, DB and his mother welcome their spirits within their home. So I come now to the last part of the episode where I ask you, listener, this. What about you, listener? Have you had any experiences with animal spirits within your home or your life? We'd love to hear your own tales and encounters. Perhaps we'll have the chance to share your story here on the show. Well, that's going to do it for me in this episode. If you like what you heard here, be sure to check out our other episodes. You can find them and this show on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. Also, be sure to check out our YouTube channel. Just search Into the Void Podcast. Once you've done that, hop on over to any one of our social media pages, Instagram at VoidPodcast18, Twitter at Nightwing Silver, Facebook at Pod Paranormal. Also, we have a sweet website for you to take a gander at. 
Check out our entire in-studio pics and be sure to read any one of our real ghostly encounter stories. Visit us at IntoTheVoidPod.com. That's IntoTheVoidPod.com. All right. Well, that's going to do it for me here. I want to personally thank you, listener, for tuning in and following with us. But before we go, here's one last word from our sponsor for this episode. Well, hey there, hello there, bats and ghouls, G-Man here. You know, I'm all about the Halloween scene. And what better way to share my love of Halloween than by letting you know about Batty Banshee Boutique on Instagram. Batty Banshee Boutique carries beautiful and vibrant handmade hair flowers and bows. Not only do they carry hair accessories, they also carry and create custom keychains and necklaces. So be sure to visit the Batty Banshee Boutique page on Instagram and drop a DM for purchases. That's batty.banshee.boutique on Instagram. Tell them G-Man sent you. And with that, I've got to catch a plane to the East Coast where I'll be going somewhere I've never been before. A place where in a town called Salem, some very uneventful trials took place. So until then... I'm G-Man, and I want to thank you for falling with me into the void.